0: We are quickly going to move on now to our weekly Earth Watch. The Tongass National Forest, the largest intact temperate rainforest remaining on our planet, it spans 500 miles across southeast Alaska, making it about the size of the state of West Virginia. It is the home to over 400 wildlife species, which includes some of the largest populations of bears, eagles, and wolves on the continent. And the Tongass National Forest is also part of the home of the indigenous indigenous Lindit people. For over hundreds, if not thousands of years, they've carried out cultural and spiritual practices in the forest. Many receive ancestral foods and medicines from the forest, but today the forest is under threat. On October 29, 2020, the outgoing administration of Donald Trump exempted the Tongass from the hard fought 2001 roadless. Rule. Uh, we're going to find out more about what all of this is about, and I'd like to welcome uh, Naweya, who is Lingit, Cherokee, Filipino and English. He is a basket weaver, a screen printer, musician, language learner, and teacher. Uh, he was born and raised in Juneau, Alaska. He cares deeply about language, revitalization, indigenous sovereignty, gender and climate justice, and ending gender-based uh, violence. Um, uh, Nawaya, welcome. Hello. All righty. so great so, to be here with you. Thank you, thank you, Nawaya. So in the time that we have left, um, tell us why you are opposed to and concerned about uh, what is being proposed for Tongass National Forest and the impact on your people.
1: Yeah, well, for sure, you know, I I was listening to the conversation you were just having and um, I think, you know, uh, it made me think about, you know, in what ways is this related to white supremacy? And um, I think there's a clear line because, uh, for me, this whole process was initiated by the governor of Alaska. And despite, you know, adamant, um, uh, you know, despite tribes being adamantly against this, you know, numerous tribes um, have come out against the the rule change and saying that, you know, we as the indigenous people of this place would like to have these protections maintained Um you know these admin- these government administrations have gone ahead um, and disrespected you know tribal sovereignty and um, and to to me it's it is like you know almost a I mean this may this I don't know it's like almost a form of genocide right because our culture is so inter you know so interwoven into this landscape and. Um, I mean, you know, I would like to quote, you know, one of my elders who also does work around the Tongass. Her name is um, Wanda Culp, and she says about the forest, its DNA is my DNA. You know, like, my people have lived here since time immemorial, you know, in our oral histories. That's what we talk about. We've been here always. And so um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like when you take away the forest, you take away an integral piece of our culture and um, who we are and the the foods we eat. And, you know, uh, yeah, it's a reciprocal relationship.
0: Absolutely. And, and we know that in a lot of indigenous cultures in the Americas, but also in other uh, parts of the world, uh, trees and, and nature and the forests are uh, very important and, and considered very spiritual. And there isn't a connection, I think, in, in the Amazon uh, region. For example, there are some indigenous tribes there that don't make a distinguish in their language, the words they use to describe themselves and the forest. Uh, you see it as as one entity. So, uh, Nawea here you have uh, Trump opening up more than 9 million acres, including vital old growth trees, to industrial road building, logging, And mining, and some of those trees are as old as 800 years old. So, tell us what uh, you are hoping would happen now. I mean, there is a new administration uh, coming in, and will there be a push uh, for the uh, Biden-Harris administration to reverse what Donald Trump has done, Naweia? Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a lot of hope that the Biden administration will do something. You know, if Biden wants to be a president who's strong on climate, then we cannot, you know, engage in old-growth forest logging and, and in logging on an industrial scale at all because, you know, we have to, the car, the the carbon sink that is the strongest must be maintained if we're going to, you know, do the 30 by 30 thing, um, which is um, protecting 30% of lands by 30, 30, 2030. Um, and... Uh, and so there's a lot of hope you know that the congressional review act might be used to change this rule but then um also this week uh was the 20th anniversary of the um of the roadless rule and uh there's a, uh there was a bill introduced um in this in congress called the roadless conservation roadless area conservation act and so there's a lot of ho- you know a lot of hope since you know we won georgia um, that you know Congress will be favorable to um, creating a permanent protection for these roadless areas because right now the roadless rule is sort of um, uh, an administrative rule and not legislated
0: right and and your reaction are you hoping that uh, Deb, talent who is Biden-Harris um, named as part of their administration, I think Department of Interior, but it's the first time that has happened. And are you hoping or expecting or will push her uh, to ensure that there have been so many attacks? I mean, there's Tongas, but indigenous lands have been so under attack. Um, always, it seems, but a, a big push in the last decades. Just some final thoughts from you, uh, Noel. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I was really um, glad to see Deb um, Holland to uh, be, be appointed. You know, that, especially Department of the Interior, um, uh, it really affects Native American people. You know, we are some of the most heavily legislated groups of people on, you know, in this country. Um, the federal government has all sorts of influence over our lives, and so... I think it's really important that um, a native person is in a place of power in those systems because you know up until now there's no no one in those in that position has ever had experience of what it's like to be on the other end of federal rulemaking, you know.
0: Right. And for people who want to find out a bit more about these efforts, by the way, I'd like to thank the Global Justice Ecology Project. We partner with them for our weekly Earth Watch. What would you suggest, uh, Nawaya, for people to do?
1: Um, Well, you can write your legislators um, in Congress and make sure that they know that this uh, matters to you and that you want to protect the Congress National Forest and that you um, believe that the process should uh, have respected indigenous rights and sovereignty. And, um, and you can also um, uh, find out more. Um, there's a number of organizations who do work on this, uh, but a really great place to look is SEAC.org, which is S E A C C. corg org which is the southeast alaska conservation council and they'll have a lot of great information on um on things you can do to help with the tongas and then you can also look um uh, you know find my org uh native movement on facebook or instagram and we don't only do work around the tongas that's you know one of the things that we work on but uh we'll also share information on the Tongass too.
0: Well, all the best to you. Uh, Noe, uh, thank you so very much for joining us, and thank you for your work. Thank you so much.